Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, just about 13 minutes. Not a long time, but it is effective in that it keeps us in God's Word. And that's key to our faith staying strong and even growing stronger because, as we keep emphasizing, faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's Word every day, even for this short time, helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God. It helps us to maintain a better, more spiritual mindset, more positive way of looking at things to be able to deal with life every day. And life throws a lot at us. Now, you know people in your life, probably some within your own family, who need to turn their lives around. They need to change their focus. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation and about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means as well. But make that commitment and start sharing with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and ultimately get to heaven because you got them into God's word through sharing these short studies with them every day. What a great blessing for them but that will also be a great blessing for you. Make that commitment. Start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about, well, talking about when things look their worst, when things look their bleakest. Wow. That could be just about any time, couldn't it? Because that's kind of the way of life in this world to a great extent. Every one of us on an individual basis, we face some tough times from time to time. But then when you broaden that and you look at more of a community basis or maybe more of a national basis or maybe more of a worldwide situation, we face, we recognize, we have to deal with bleak times, don't we? Dark times, trying times, times that can try our faith even. Well, what we want to understand is when things look the bleakest or the worst or the darkest, victory is ours if we're living in Christ. We read back in Romans chapter 8 verses 35 through 39 last time about how the apostle Paul, he asks the question, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, and he could have gone on and listed many others, we are more than conquerors. What did Paul say? In all of these things, what things? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, even being killed for our faith. He said, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Who is that? God? Christ? He goes on and says, for I am persuaded 
that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, and again, his list could have gone on, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, who, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh my, does God love us? Does God love you? You might say, I am way too unlovely for God to love. Hmm. Not so. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, and that could be you. Now that belief, that faith, is a belief that leads to obedience to him. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now you might say, yeah, you don't know what I've done. You done anything worse than Saul of Tarsus? Have you done anything worse than many other people you could meet who are Christians who lived horrible lives in their past? In Romans 5 and verse 8, the apostle Paul wrote, God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. If you read that text further, he talks about Christ going to the cross when we were enemies of God, enemies because of our sin. Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, God is not willing that any should perish. Now that would include you however bad you think you have been. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He's waiting for you to come to repentance, to come to him through Christ. Paul said, if we are living our lives in the love of God and demonstrating our love to him by living by his teachings obediently and consistently, then we are more than conquerors. And no body, no being, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. God wants you to follow him in faithful obedience. But here's, here's the promise. Here's the confidence that we can maintain. As long as we are living in the love of God, and again, what did Jesus say? If you love me, keep my commandments. Then nothing can separate us from God's love. Whatever this world might throw at us, however the devil might try to bring us down, that can't happen. Whatever a government might try, nothing can separate us from the love of God. We've been going through a lot, haven't we? How much negative news coverage have we been bombarded with over this coronavirus pandemic? What horrible images have we had been presented with over the news through the war in Ukraine? But you see, those are just instances or examples of what goes on all the time throughout the world. 
What about the people who lived through World War One? What about the people who lived through World War Two? What about those who had to deal with the pandemic of the, of the Spanish flu in the late 19-teens and early, well, I guess maybe early 1920s? But what about those who dealt with polio? I, I still, it still is amazing to me and still just kind of staggers my understanding as to how that seemed to be such a mysterious illness. It hit so many people and they were so in the dark as to where does it come from? How does it happen? Why is it happening? And so on. But the polio vaccine helped to put that away. But what about the people who went through the swine flu? What about the people who dealt with Ebola? What about the nations that suffer famine, and some of them seemingly on a rather regular basis because of drought or other situations, maybe war? And wars and conflicts are always breaking out all over the world. Dark times, bleak times, well, from a physical and worldly perspective, yes. But when things look their worst, when things look their bleakest, if we're living in the love of God, if we're living, walking with him, living our lives dedicated to him faithfully and obediently, victory is ours. In fact, what does Paul say? We are more than conquerors. We need to recognize that we have a horrible enemy out there, he is always after us, using whatever means he can to try to get us and destroy us spiritually. In 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 6, the Apostle Paul says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, or your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. There's that enemy out there all the time. Now, he's not wearing a military uniform. He's not coming at you in the form of some virus or bacterial contagion. He's the devil working behind the scenes. You don't see him physically, but he's always there trying to get you. Peter describes him as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And you are the prey he's seeking to devour. Peter goes on and says, resist him. How? How can we effectively resist such a power that is about our destruction? Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. We can resist the devil through our faith in God through Jesus Christ. And this is basically parallel to what Paul was saying back in Romans chapter 8 verses 35 through 39. As long as we're walking faithfully and obediently in the love of God through Christ, ah, victory is ours. We are more than conquerors. Nothing can separate us from God's love. We can walk away from it ourselves, 
But that's our problem, and that's our big mistake. But nothing, no outside force, not even the devil himself, can separate us from the love of God in Christ. And so Peter says, we can resist the devil effectively by being steadfast in our faithfulness. James wrote in James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Well, you see, there's no place, there's no room for the devil and God to exist harmoniously in your life. You walk with God, the devil leaves. There's no room for the devil in the life of a person who is living in steadfast faithfulness to God. That person is more than conquerors, and that person can be you. We'll look a little bit more, a little bit deeper, a little farther along next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for promising us, for assuring us, for reassuring us that we can be more than conquerors through Christ, through your love for us in Christ, that we can resist the devil effectively and consistently through you, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. People need to learn this lesson, Father, and this truth all over the world. Please help them and help them to see this truth in us, Father. Help us to be that mighty influence of your love through our lives as people observe us on a daily basis. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.